Well, today we're going to be talking about uh, importunity in prayer. Luke chapter 18, verse 1. And he speak a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying, There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came to him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Do I fear not God, nor regard man? Yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her, lest by her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he be along with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. The master said, he gave this, the Bible tells us that he gave this parable so that men ought always to pray and not to faint. And this word faint here means to lose one's courage. It means to lose confidence. The woman continued to go to him because she wanted, she could not take no for an answer. She wanted resolve. It was Jesus who said this. And I see this all over the scriptures. If you refuse to take no for an answer, God will answer you. By and by, that thing you're praying about, you will see it. Provided you follow the basic rules of prayer. Is it provided for in the word of God? I will, I, we've always said that result in Christianity is an equal opportunity deal. You can be as great as you want to be. It's in your hands. As long as you threw away certain attitude that some people have. You know, there's an attitude that some people have where they feel that God owes or people owe them something or that God owes you something. You don't get what you cry for. You get what you believe for. If you choose to be a diva, it's in your hands. If you choose to be rebellious, it's in your hands. He has already said, this is the land of promise. These are my promises. These are the things that I'm willing to do. God is not hiding anything. It's all in the scriptures. He wants us to come. And we have to be serious about it. Because there's an opposition out there. Who wants to take it from you? In fact, the day you heard the word, the enemy goes out trying to steal the word from you. So that you're not able to have confidence. So that you give out. You lose courage. You faint in your heart. Sometimes you might even become despondent. I've always been asking. They don't give me. I've been asking God. I don't know about these people. They have answers to their prayers. Except me. I'd have been praying. I, I pray, I pray, I pray. But God, I don't want to go to hell, so I'll continue to come to church. But deep down in your heart, you feel that your prayers are not answered. <laughs> what does it mean to be importune? It means to press, dictionary says it's to press or urge with troublesome persistence. 
It means to request or beg for urgently. It means to urge, solicit persistently or troublesome. That's what the Webster Dictionary says. From my study, I came up with, with this. It said, this is a prayer of shameless persistence. In fact, with God, there's nothing to be ashamed of. He is God. Don't be proud. Bow the knee. When we want to intercede for something we need from God, there's an attitude to it. There's an attitude to it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You don't lose that attitude for any reason. Luke chapter 11 from verse 1. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, when ye pray, say, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, that we be done as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread. This is provision. Now, what you have here is not a prayer. It's an outline of prayer. Praise the Lord. Because we know that when Jesus prays, he stays all night. Hallelujah. So he cannot have been praying this all night. And forgive us our sins as we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are in bed with, are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto thee, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. And knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. He that seeketh, findeth. To him that knocketh, it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then be in evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? James chapter 5, verse 16. All these are texts that I'm going to read and I will start using them in a moment. Confess your faults one to another. Pray for one another that he may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elias, that is Greek for Elijah, was a man subject to like passion as we are. It says, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. He prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Praise the Lord Jesus. 
There are people who go through things. Let's, let's back up a little in the James chapter 5. Can we, can we back up a little? Praise the Lord Jesus. Above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by the earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea, and let your nay be nay, lest you fall into condemnation. Actually, Jesus said, anything more than this, comet of evil. Is any among you afflicted, let him pray. Is any merry, let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Can we back up to uh, verse um, 15? Verse 13, rather. Is any among you afflicted, let him pray. Is any merry, let him sing psalms. Can we go to, uh, can you put up the passion translation of this particular verse? Are there any believers in the fellowship suffering great hardship and distress? Encourage them to pray. Are there happy, cheerful ones among you? Encourage them to sing out their praises. Hallelujah. When people go through stuff, sometimes what you have is complaining. But that's not doing the word. The Bible says we should be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving our own selves. Some complain about other people not willing to come to their help. That's not where you should start from. Your first part of call is to go to God. Remember that vain is the help of man. For it shall be like the heat in the desert and shall not see when good cometh. He can't see when good things are coming but shall inhabit the patched places in the wilderness, in a salt land and, and, and not inhabited. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. He shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh, but her, her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Bear this in mind. Your first point of call is the Lord. When things are happening, you're going through a hard time. All you need is the Holy Ghost. You're born again. Filled with the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. You don't need anything else. Anyone else. He is God. And you're a tongue talker. You just go somewhere and begin to pray about these things. Lift, lift up these issues before the Lord. Carry it in your heart. Even if tears are in your eyes, don't let it be that the tears are the things that are, you know, what, where your mind is. No, that's human. That's emotion. That's your emotion just, you know, because of how the situation is. But what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to pray. You're supposed to pray. You will pray until something happens. You will pray until the circumstance yields. Things change. Because sometimes the thing is so complicated, you don't know where it's coming from. Shut the door. And begin to cry out to God. In Isaiah 62 verse 6, it says, I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never, never hold their peace, day nor night. 
Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence. Keep not what? Silence. And give him no rest. Did he say give men no rest? No, give him. Who's him? Jehovah. That's the Lord. Till he establish, till he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. So you're not letting up until there is result. We pray until we see that your God ordained desire happen. We're not supposed to be weak in prayer. If you see somebody who doesn't pray, the person doesn't have things to deal with. Especially if God has something for you to do and you're not doing it. The suffering does not stop. Things will just be going from bad to worse, you know, and if, if you're complaining, even the shirt you're wearing can get torn somewhere. Something will just be happening that you're not, do you get what I'm saying? Until you are tired. When you are tired of complaining, you see, when you are complaining, you're not in faith. You're not serious yet. I'll say it again. When you're complaining, your problem is not serious. When you see a Christian just going about, oh, brother, this, you see, the other day, blah, 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 sister, this, uh, you see, this happened, that happened. Your problem is not serious yet. When it is serious, you will know that vain is the help of man. That man is useless to help you. You know, the times when they call somebody and say, the doctors say that there's no hope. Go and prepare to bury this one. So what do you do? Oh, let's go call Brother John. Let's call business. No, if that person cannot pray, don't call him. We don't call people who have no depth of understanding in the place of prayer to come and deal with issues. No. You know, Elijah did something that we will find in the book of Kings, 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Now remember, three and a half years there had been no rain in the land. Then he caused the king and said to him, There is a sound of abundance of rain. Where did he hear the sound from? Next verse. And Ahab went up to eat and, and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, go up and look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and, and said, there's nothing. And he said, go again seven times. And it came to pass on the seventh time that he said, behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand. And he said, go up and say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. Hallelujah. James chapter 5, verse 16. Could I have the amplified version? Confess one, one, to one another, therefore, your faults, your sleeps, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart, the earnest heartfelt continued prayer. The heartfelt continued. Earnest there means heartfelt continued prayer of urgency, shameless persistence of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in his working. The next verse. 
Now we see what happened there. Elijah was a human being with a nature such as we have, with feelings, affections, and a constitution like ours. He was not an angel. That's what the Bible is trying to say. He was human and he prayed earnestly, heartfelt, continued, shameless, persistent prayer for, for it not to rain and no rain fell on the earth for three years and six months. The next verse. And he then, and then he prayed again. And the heavens supplied rain. And the land produced its crops as usual. It was at this point that we came to First Kings chapter 18. That was when he was talking to Ahab. He said, go. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. And then the writer of the book of Kings said he put his head between his knees. It was James who told us what he was doing. When things are rough, when things you're suffering, you're in distress, go somewhere, look for a place to pray. Genesis 27, verse 39. And Isaac, his father, this was Esau. Esau had lost the blessing. So Isaac was, he now came to Isaac because he was Isaac's favorite. Isaac loved him. But Isaac could not change what had happened. And Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be with the fat, fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. And by thy sword thou shalt live, shalt thou live and shalt serve thy brother. And it shall come to pass when thou hast, shalt have the dominion, then thou shalt break his yoke from off thy neck. Can we have the amplified classic version of this particular verse? It says, by your sword ye sh you shall Leave and serve your brother. But the time shall come when you will grow restive and break loose and you shall tear his yoke from your neck. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that in the book of Genesis, when the Holy Ghost came over the face of the waters, he was brooding. The Bible says he was trembling over the face of the waters. What he was doing he was resting because he wanted to do something. Hallelujah. And in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter, uh, Isaiah 28, verse 11. He said, for with stammery lips and another tongue will he speak to, his, to this people. And to whom he said, this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing. I'll stop there. Because we, we had. Amen. When things happen and there are these situations around us, what should we do? We pray. We pray until the tide of battle changes. Because we're keen into supernatural power. We go to God. Say, Father, I need a change in my life. Positive change. You said you're not a respecter of persons. If it's working for them, it ought to work for me. Then you go somewhere and you start talking in tongues. You start praying. We, you, you didn't receive the Holy Spirit for it to be another log, you know, baggage that you're carrying. No. Philippians chapter 4. 
Verse 6. Do not fret or have any anxiety concerning anything. But in every circumstance. I like this. So that means whatever the case, whatever the situation, whatever the need. In everything by prayer and petition, definite requests. With thanksgiving, continue. Did he say do it once? Continue to make your wants known unto God. Known to God. And God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul. Assured of his salvation through Christ. And so, so fearing nothing. Nothing from God. And being content with his earthly lot of whatsoever sort that it is. That peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So you ought to begin to pray. You pray until trouble leaves and peace returns. As long as there's trouble, there's a reason to pray. If it takes 10 years, you stay there. It won't take you 10 years. I don't see you praying in tongues and it takes you 10 years. Don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. You, 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 you would have wasted resources and you will go to hell. Some people think suicide is an option. It's not an option. That's one way to hell. You won't branch anywhere. Instead of killing yourself, pray. Did he say if anybody's suffering and in distress, let him go and kill some people and kill himself? 